You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 150, Physical Pain and Your Brain with Amy Gianni. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode with my friend and colleague, Amy Gianni. She's a marriage and family therapist and a master coach instructor specializing in love and health and the connection between the two. It's kind of a strange coincidence that this episode is coming out today because we recorded it a couple of weeks ago. And then just this past week, my father called me in what he described as the worst pain of his life. He called and begged me to come over to stay the night at his house and help him. The pain caused by spinal degeneration, started in his back and hip and radiated down his leg. He couldn't even take one step without howling in pain. After a sleepless night, I took him to the ER and he was admitted to the hospital. He's still there now as I'm recording this. You can probably hear in my voice that I'm a little tired. I usually record this podcast at night, but today I'm recording in the morning before I head off to the hospital again. Being able to coach myself and remember some of the wisdom Amy shared in this episode really helped me through seeing my dad in such anguish. Also, being focused on my own self-care during these last few days has been invaluable. I've made sure to get as much sleep as I can, I'm fueling my body with healthy foods, and I'm letting others, including my dad, know what I will and won't do without feeling guilty. So I want to remind you that inside the More Mama Summer Camp, we're going to spend four weeks focused on how to take care of yourself under stress and how to think about the circumstances in your life in a way that moves you forward in an empowered way instead of keeping you stuck feeling overwhelmed and scared. Just by joining, you'll be letting yourself and the world know that you're important, you matter, and you deserve the best life you can have. Registration ends this Saturday at midnight, so go sign up at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash MMSC. The link will be in today's show notes. So without further ado, please enjoy my interview with Master Coach Instructor, Amy Gianni. Welcome, Amy, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. And I just want to start by saying that Amy was my coach instructor. That's right. Uh, also my master coach instructor. So Amy has has taught me uh, all I know about coaching. Wow. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> And, um, I, you know, what I remember about the first coach training was, um, texting you and asking you to go out to lunch. I don't know if you remember. I was like, I I was like, am I breaking the rules by asking the instructor to go out for lunch? But I thought you were so (laughs) awesome. And I just wanted to like get to know you. I loved it. Yes. I loved it. I was so excited. I do remember that. And we went out to lunch. It was so fun. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, give us an introduction. Okay. 
Yeah. So I'm Amy Gianni. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and also a master certified coach instructor. So I've been in the therapy world for over 25 years. And um, I started doing coaching about six or seven years ago. And I work with couples. Relationships are my jam. That's uh, where I spend most of my time and attention. Um, I also spent several years working with people who have autoimmune illnesses and helping them really reclaim their lives and uh, start feeling better. So I'm kind of doing a lot of lots of different things, but I yeah. love all things coaching. So I'm Busy excited lady. to be here. And a mama. And a mama. Yes. <laughs> I have twin boys that I absolutely adore. So so I, the reason I wanted you to be on the show is actually because of your work with autoimmune disease and your experiences with that. Because first of all, I don't think before I met you that I even knew what autoimmune disease was. Mm. And yeah. so I'm sure that there are people listening who may have the same question. So I would love for you to answer that, but also to tell you that my 11-year-old daughter was just recently diagnosed with some sort of autoimmune disease, but we don't know exactly what yet. And so yes. we're kind of yeah. learning as we go. But anyway, tell us what it, what it is. And, and I know there are several different kinds of autoimmune disorders. So yeah, there are, there's over a hundred different types of autoimmune illnesses. And, you know, you say that your daughter has been diagnosed or, you know, she has some kind of autoimmune illness. But they don't know exactly what it is. That's so, so common. I hear that from people all the time. And a lot of times it'll be um, years sometimes of like, well, I just don't quite feel right, but nobody knows what's wrong with me. And I've had all these tests and they tell me I'm okay, but yet I don't feel okay. So a lot of times it's really a difficult journey for people and it takes a long time for them to actually get diagnosed. And so, um, but basically your body is attacking itself. Um, so for me, I had autoimmune thyroid disease, right? So I have you know, part of my body is attacking my thyroid, but there are so many different kinds of autoimmune uh, illnesses. Okay. So yeah, my daughter has pain in her joints and every day is complaining about back pain and wrists and elbows and ankles. And it's, it's so heartbreaking because I, I literally, you know, I massage her and she's, Oh, that feels so good, mommy. You know, but other than that, like, I, I don't know how to help her. And she's the same thing where the doctors are saying her ANA levels are elevated, but we can't find anything more specific. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really frustrating for people. And that's where, that's where coaching can be so helpful for them because they go and medically, they're not always able to get a lot of answers. Right. And so they're left with there's something wrong, but I'm not going to be able to fix it. And is my life going to be like this? You know, they kind of have this like doom and gloom going forward. Cause it's like, am I just supposed to live like this for the rest of my life? And they can get to a place where they feel very disempowered, very hopeless. And so that's where coaching can come in and really help take a look at, you know, how can you gather yourself up, figure out, okay, here's where I am. What am, what am I going to do this? How do I want to think about this? And how am I going to take care of myself through this? Okay. And I don't want to just talk about autoimmune here because I have clients who, for example, one woman um, I'm working with has Parkinson's and I have a woman who has chronic back pain. And so I think this is very relevant to a lot of moms who are listening, who have a multitude of issues and also, also just the feeling of exhaustion. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm just curious about how coaching helps with 
physical pain. Yeah. Because when we have physical pain, that is our circumstance. It's something that's happening to us. And we know that the way that we think about things determines the way we experience them, right? So if we're having physical pain and we're, so like, I'll just speak for me for migraines, I get terrible migraines. And so when I start getting a migraine, if my thoughts about it are, this is so terrible, this shouldn't be happening. It's not fair. Um, I have so much to do today, right? Then not only do I have all of this physical pain, but I've just piled all of this emotional pain on top of it, right? And this resistance, which just actually, I think makes my migraines worse because now I have all this um, emotional anguish and resistance, which doesn't help us physically, right? Because you really can't separate your um, physical body from your emotions. It's all tied together. So the way that coaching helps is when I can be like, okay, yes, I have a migraine. Yes, my head hurts. And I can move towards that, which I know might sound a little strange, but what I mean by that is in accepting that, like, yes, here's the pain. I feel the pain. I'm going to allow the pain. It actually will start to release, right? Now, I'm not saying that that makes my migraine go away, right? I still have to take my medication. I still have to rest. Um, but when I can think about it differently and not resist it so much, but accept it, it shifts things for me. And then I don't have all of the emotional pain that I'm adding on top of it. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about the idea that people who have a lot of physical pain have a thought that their body is betraying them? Yes. Yes. I hear that. I hear this all the time. And I remember feeling this way myself um, because I thought, you know what? I exercise, I eat right. I take such good care of myself. I get the right amount of sleep, right? I meditate. I do all the things. And so I really felt entitled to good health. And so when my health started deteriorating, I was like, wait a minute, what? I felt so betrayed by my body because it's like, I've been taking care of you. You can't do this to me. What are, what are you doing here? Right. And I think that that's a common um, experience. It's something that I hear a lot from clients is they just really feel uh, betrayed by their bodies. So when you're feeling betrayed, that's a feeling. Then what do you usually do? How does that, what result does that give you if you're thinking, my body is betraying me? I don't deserve this. And you're feeling betrayed. Then what do people usually do from that feeling? Yeah. Well, I think of betrayal as more the thought, like my body has betrayed me, which mm -hmm. for me causes the feeling of anger mm -hmm. or resentment, I think, right? Oh, and, okay. and from that place, then I just um, would end up maybe trying to fight it or resist it, or rather than giving my body what it actually needed, I would keep pushing through, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this, is, this shouldn't be happening. So I'm just going to keep pushing through. I'm not going to rest. I'm just going to keep doing this. My body needs to like figure it out and keep up with me, right? I would almost like let my, my brain bully my body, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was also thinking like, if you're feeling betrayed, you would say, oh, well, you're going to do this to me, then I'm going to treat you however I want, right? I'm going to eat this thing that I know isn't good for me or I'm going to... Yes, exactly. So you get into this really adversarial relationship with yourself, which right. just creates so much more um, drama and problems and, and health problems for you. Because yeah, then if you're like, well, I'm just going to eat this anyway, then you're putting stuff in your body that's not going to help you, right? 
Or if you're like, well, I'm just going to push through um, and get all, get my to-do list done anyway, well, you're not giving your body the rest that it needs, right? So it just creates more and more problems. Mm, yeah. Okay. So then what's the remedy for that? What do you do? Yes. It really is a matter of getting your body and your brain to be on the same team, right? It's bringing yourself back together rather than having a split apart adversarial relationship. It's like my favorite question to ask is what's the most loving thing that you can do for yourself today, right? And um, just having that compassion towards yourself and really listening to your body because our bodies speak to us through symptoms. That's really the only voice that our body has, right? The only way to communicate with us is through symptoms. Mm. And so I think it's really helpful to get super curious about, okay, why is this coming up for me right now? Why am I getting a migraine right now? What is going on physically, emotionally? Um, you know, what's happening in my environment? What am I thinking about? And, and what could this, what is this symptom telling me? What's the message here? What can I learn from this? And I think when we can get really curious and pay attention and tune in, we're going to get such good information. And then we want to honor that information, right? Because when your body and your brain are on the same team, you're going to honor the information and give your body exactly what it needs. Because ultimately, our bodies always win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like if our body's saying, I'm tired and we don't listen and we just push, 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 eventually your body's going to give out. Yeah. So our brains can bully us for a while, but eventually your body always wins. Can you give us examples of some of the messages that our bodies are trying to give us through its symptoms? Yeah. So our bodies give us all sorts of messages. And sometimes it's really like looking, I think a lot of times our symptoms point us to our emotions because we stuff emotions and we stuff and stuff and stuff them and we don't want to face them or deal with them. And so a lot of times it's taking a look at um, an emotion we're having that we just haven't wanted to face or deal with. And so sometimes just processing an emotion will bring us relief uh, in our body. So it could be that, it could be um, just things in our life that are maybe out of alignment. Mm. Because I find that when my life gets out of alignment, sometimes I'll notice that I'll have physical symptoms come up for me. And so it's things like that to help me kind of get back on the path of where I want to be. Those are a few examples I could think of. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. So what's the most loving thing that you can do for your body is the question that you asked. Mm-hmm. And, and then what's my body trying to tell me? What are these symptoms here to, to tell me? Mm-hmm. Another one? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and another question is just... Um, Maybe where am I out of alignment with myself right now? Okay. So when we're talking about physical pain and it could be our own physical pain, or it could be a loved one is in physical pain, a child, a parent, something like that. And we're thinking this isn't fair. This shouldn't be happening, right? I don't deserve this or my child doesn't deserve this. What is the best way to get out of that kind of mentality? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question because, um, it's totally natural and understandable, right? As you're saying that, like when, when someone we love is in pain, of course, we're going to think, oh, this shouldn't be happening. I wish they weren't experiencing this. Um, that's going to feel very, um, real and very true for us. But when we think that way, it really does put us into this, um, very disempowered 
place where we're thinking that something has gone wrong and things shouldn't be happening this way, or almost like we're missing out on life or our loved ones are missing out on something that they, they shouldn't have to miss out on. Um, and we think that our life is supposed to just go along perfectly, right? We're supposed to have all these amazing experiences and nothing is ever goes wrong. And when something does quote unquote go wrong, that it takes us out of our life or pulls us away from the experience we're supposed to be having, but actually pain, all the adversities we have, all of it is, is supposed to happen. We don't like it and we don't want it to happen, but it is part of our mortal experience. So it's not taking us out of our life. It just is part of our life. And so the more, again, that we can embrace it as like, as our reality, like, okay, this is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so how do I want to think about this? What do I want to do with this? Mm-hmm. I think that helps us move out of that victim mentality and get us to a little bit more empowered place. Yeah. I mean, you think about certain celebrities who we've seen take, you know, whatever physical pain or illness that they have and turn it into something amazing, like Christopher Reeve, for example, right? Um, You know, or I know that there's tons of different examples of people who have lost limbs and done triathlons and and all sorts of things. So, and we look at those people and we think, oh my gosh, how, how do they, how do they do that? But it's really their thinking, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Their thinking. Yeah. There are so many good examples of, of people that have taken, you know, less than ideal circumstances and really turned it around and done something amazing. Mm -hmm. So Right now, as we're recording this, we're, I'm in the middle of the Chill Out Challenge for Moms, which is a five-day self-care challenge for moms. And we have over 250 moms participating in that. Awesome. It's really wow. awesome. Yeah. And uh, we have one of the days was about energy and creating more energy. And so, you know, we talked a lot about different kinds of tired and feeling exhausted a lot of the time and how there's different types of exhaustion. And so what can you tell us about physical, mental, emotional tiredness and how doing some thought work could help with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're talking to them about the different kinds of tired because there are different kinds. There's like physical exhaustion when you like physically like cannot keep your eyes open another second, right? Or you cannot put one foot in front of the other. So when you have physical exhaustion, your body needs rest, right? But sometimes we just have emotional exhaustion where we're like, you know, if we have a really emotional day, we just get emotionally drained. Um, Or you can be mentally exhausted. Maybe you've been looking at a screen all day and different kinds of tired require different kinds of rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, if I'm physically tired, like going on a walk isn't necessarily going to help me with that. But if I'm mentally tired and my brain just needs to kind of switch gears, you know, getting up and going for a walk can really help rejuvenate me or even like just kind of getting away from the screen and turning on music for a few minutes. So I think it's really important to figure out, first of all, what kind of tired are you experiencing and then treating it, so to speak, with the right solution, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing I know as a mom, we do get to where we are so tired physically, just exhausted. 
And I don't know about you and your listeners, but sometimes I would just fight it. Again, it goes back to this, just push through, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to push through. I'm just going to do it. And you know what? Sometimes as moms, yes, we have to do that. But sometimes we think of rest or, um, you know, taking a minute as something that slows us down and keeps us from getting the things done that we need to. But oftentimes giving our body the rest that it needs is actually what gives us the energy to then move quicker through things once we get back up again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes yeah. going towards that and not just always pushing through makes a big difference. That's a great point, right? Because I think a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of moms will think, I don't have time to rest. Yes, <laughs> but Then exactly. they end up doing not as good a job as they you know, could have if they were fully rested or they don't show up in the way that they want to because they didn't rest and take care of themselves. Yeah. And I'll find that particularly with mental activities. If I have to like create something and I'm like, well, I just need to get this done. I'm just going to push through, but my brain's not working as fast. Whereas if I could just check out and rest for a little bit and come back to it fresh, I could get it done in like a quarter of the time. Right. Right. Yes. Our kids need to hear that message too, right? When they're studying for final yes, exams. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You're too tired to learn any more information right now. Go to bed. Yes. Okay. All right. So I know that you have shifted from working with people with autoimmune disease to relationships, but you've talked about the fact that there's some overlap there and that they you found some similarities. Can you talk about that more? Yes. Yes. So when I worked with people with autoimmune illnesses, we would focus on nutrition. We would focus on sleep. We would focus on um, movement, exercise, right? And decreasing stress. And stress is such a huge factor. I mean, when we're talking about anything for us physically, right? But particularly when you have an illness, you want to decrease that stress. And a lot of our stress in our lives comes from our interactions with other people and our relationships. So as I was working with these people, we spent so much of our time coaching on their relationships because there were things going on in their lives that they were really struggling with. And I say relationships, and I don't just mean relationships with others, but also their relationship with themselves. And um, one thing that I found quite often, I always called it emotional autoimmunity, right? Because when we talk about autoimmune illnesses, it's, you know, your body's attacking itself. And I found that a lot of my clients were really always attacking themselves emotionally. They had so much negative self-talk. Oh, yeah. Um, they were always beating themselves up. And so we take a look at their emotional autoimmunity. Quote, unquote, I like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I spent so much time helping them improve their relationship with themselves. And then, of course, we were talking about their relationships with others. And, you know, relationships, that's my passion anyway. So, but I just found it fascinating that there was such a connection And when they can improve their relationship with themselves and their relationships with others, they were processing emotion better. And oftentimes the severity of their symptoms would decrease because there is such a a connection there. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we always hear about mind-body connection and that's, this is just more evidence of that. Okay. Is there anything else you want my listeners to know? Um. I guess just to always really pay attention to the mind-body connection. Um, You know, with coaching, I know we talk a lot about mindset and what a huge difference it makes in our lives, like in every area. But I just want to highlight that it really does impact your body. 
the way that you think about things um, has a physical impact on you. And they've done, you know, tests with this, like testing your stress hormones and all sorts of different things, right? So the way that we think about things matters for us really on every level. So the more, the more that we can pay attention to that, manage our thinking and also our emotions, right? Processing emotions is going to have such a benefit for your body. Thank you. That's awesome. Perfect. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you and your coaching? Yes. So you can find me at my website, which is amygiani.com. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, which is amygiani.ms. And um, I work with individuals and couples on relationships and health and the connection between the two. Love it. I will put a link in our show notes. And thank you so much for being here. I Love you. you. And uh, (laughs) thank you so much, Pam. I love you. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.